Hello and welcome back to another episode of Discipleship.ca. My name is Teresa. <laughs> Sorry, I was going to say Steve again. <laughs> and with me today is... Steve. There you go. Thanks for joining us as we have another discussion with the hope, prayer, and goal of encouraging you in your daily walk of faith and journey towards Christ-likeness as we explore scripture, faith, and the Christian life, as well as talking about what Jesus is teaching us on our journeys of faith. Yeah, we're going to wrap up. we kind of got a mini five-part series going on here. Mm-hmm. Um, just with looking at God's promises and the things that we need to kind of have sure in our hearts and minds. So we, we talked about salvation, being sure and knowing that we're saved, yeah. uh, being sure that we know that God answers prayer, uh, being sure that we have, knowing that we have victory over sin, how that works. Important and we've talked about, you know, being sure in forgiveness, both that yes. we are forgiven mm. and that we need to be forgiving yes, uh, to others. Yeah. So the last one is uh, being sure in guidance, uh, oh. that God is actually leading and guiding us, right? Okay. We talk about so God's this, guidance in our yeah, life. Yeah, we talk about this all the time as believers, but we never really... Oftentimes, we never really describe, like, I think God is leading me to do this. Right. And we kind of, it's sort of sometimes quite nebulous to try to figure things out. If you've ever been in ministry, they always ask you about, can you explain to me your call to ministry? Right, yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, you're supposed to be able to answer with some kind of reasonable assurance. Coherent, reasonable assurance. you, You believe God is calling you to be a pastor a missionary, missionary or, or whatever it might be. Elder, whatever, yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. Mm-hmm. Um, so here today is is this, how do we know, how can we be sure that God is guiding us? And the first one, and I'm going to read it, this is, uh, we've been doing the sword drill tests on Teresa, so uh, <laughs> the first one is Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 and 6. I'll just read Oh, that them. is my favorite psalm. Well, do you want to read Proverbs. it? Can you, is this one that you memorized as a kid and you could hold it? Well, yes, but I, now that I'm put on the spot, I get oh, all nervous. You get all nervous, so trust in the Lord with mm. all your heart. Lean, lean not yeah. on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make your paths straight. I love that. Right, and the question so becomes like, when you're looking at what you're supposed to do in life, um, how like how do we do that, right? Mm-hmm. And if you break yeah, it down, do we? simply we're trusting the Lord. Yes. Right. So with all your heart, like just with everything you are, yeah. everything you have. So you know, right off the bat, if you're if you're orientating your life towards God. There's a bunch of things that he's probably not going to ask you to do, like, you know, rob banks. Oh, you know? yeah. The yeah. obvious. <laughs> you know, so we're narrowing. Yeah, we're, yeah. Break, yeah. Our focus in life is already narrowing. Lean not on our own understanding, right? That's a hard one because that's so much of, you know, in our world today, what's your truth and yeah. well, what's right it, for it, you and, becoming and more how and more you prevalent. understand. But leaning not on our own understanding is like, well, if I want to get to destination A, Mm -hmm. I have three ways to get there and this is it. Right. Well, no, not necessarily. There's, there's, there's God's ways, which don't always make sense to us. Or often in our lives, I find they don't make sense. No. How many times? Or there's the destination that maybe isn't where God wants us to be. Right. There's a few ways. Like we pick, there's lots of people and we've got, we've got a son coming out of high school and He's put himself on a trajectory now. Oh, I see what you're saying. He, you know, there are a lot of people every year who come out of high school 
and they make a life plan. Right. Well, like Proverbs where it says, yeah. you know, the, a man decides his steps, but or no, what is it? The man makes plans in his heart and the Lord determines his steps. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So lots of people make these plans and then they get into midlife crisis and they go, right. well, I don't even like where I ended right. up, but it was what they chose. Yes. I think this is what it means here when we're okay. saying don't lean on our own understanding. Right. There's certain things that we know, like um, it would have been really easy for me to just mail it in and become, uh, you know, take over the family farm. Right. Yes. You know, I didn't need to go to. Was post, expected. I didn't need to go to post secondary education at all. I didn't need to study or anything. I could have just okay. finished high school and hopped on the machines. Right, and then just right? started. You wouldn't have met me, but, but <laughs> I wasn't leaning on right. what I had grown up learning. That's right. I was trusting God to take me somewhere. Yeah, because I f- believed that he was leading me there, right? right? I had a reasonable understanding, a reasonable well, surety that he was guiding me yeah. into a life of That's ministry. That's right. Well, right? and I think, too, you growing up, we have such different upbringings. You growing up um, with parents who don't know Jesus, mm-hmm. you know, you, you do what's expected of you. You do what your parents expected, yeah. and you follow the path, whereas I grew up with parents who became Christians when I was little, and I grew up watching them do crazy things, uh, make choices that uh, most people thought were crazy because they felt that's what God was calling them to do, you know, like selling your business and going to the mission field and, yeah. um, you know, giving away cars and stuff because somebody needed it because they just felt that that's what God was telling them to do, like so many things. So for me to lean not on my own understanding, I think I, I feel that I kind of watched that be modeled yeah. for me, um, not saying that that makes it easier for me to do. Yeah. And that's the third part that it's that rests on us, right? Trust in the Lord, mm-hmm. lean not on our own understanding, and we uh, uh, acknowledge Him. Yes, right? all, yeah. In all of our ways, acknowledge Him. Yeah. So all our ways, yeah. So all, all the ways all. we do business, all mm. the ways we study education, mm. all the ways we prepare ourselves in life to do things, we are to acknowledge God in every step of the way. Mm. Um, because that should become a check to our heart and our mind as right. to whether or not this is what God would want me to be doing or yeah. he wants me to be doing, right? And then the 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 return to that is that God will make your path straight. Yeah. Even though, yeah. <laughs> in our experience, it feels <laughs> anything but straight. No, seriously, it feels windy and curvy right? and up and down. <laughs> windy and curvy and up and down. And sometimes it feels like you've done a loop and you've gone actually... Like, Backwards, backwards somehow, but yet in the sideways. same way, um, you, we are, we are doing what we think God is calling us to do. So yeah. here we are. Uh, we had one kid in in uh, uh, Bible, Bible college. college. We had one in high school, two in high school at that, at point. that time. Yeah, we and uh, we moved, you know, fifteen hundred kilometers, fourteen hundred mm-hmm. kilometers, mm-hmm. Uh, for me to go from a full-time union job mm-hmm. to a part-time, no, almost no benefits job. Right. And I had no job, whereas and I also had a full-time yeah, and you had full a full-time. benefit job. Yeah. But we believed God was calling us. Now, yeah. three years on, totally different. Yeah. We're almost four years. And, here. and, and, uh, yeah. wouldn't change it at all. No, at all. Boy, was it tough to it make tough. those decisions, but we did exactly those things, right? We didn't think that through situationally, but that's what we were doing. 
Yeah. We were acknowledging him. We were trusting in him. We were not leaning on what we knew was easier. Right. And, easier and I had to grieve. Because easier would have left us in that past place. Yes. Which would have not the current been place. fine. I remember telling God I would be fine to stay here. Um, he gave us a great life there. Yeah. And I had to grieve that life when we moved here. And I love the life we have here. But you don't see that in, in the move. Right, no. you don't see that in the no. steps that you take in obedience. You see that looking back, and when you get there, and then, you know, you build, and He builds and gives you a life that I am very thankful for now. Yeah. So we're going to break apart those four things. Okay. Real simple. So you got your Bible? You ready to go? I have my Bible. Psalm thirty-two, verse eight. Oh, I was in Psalms, and then I decided, oh, He's not yeah. going to have me in Psalms. Thirty-two, verse eight. I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. I will counsel you with my eye upon you. Mm. And with there, my eye there upon you, you. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, like we can trust that God is going to instruct us and teach us, mm. show us the way to go, counsel us, which means you know that counsel is is that ongoing instruction, encouragement, admonishment, like you know, way to go, keep it going, watch your step, all that kind of stuff. Right, that exhortation. Uh, well, watching. And mm. seeing us. Yeah. Um, right? Yeah, it's we were it's that idea. Him. We are not just wandering through life abandoned by God. He's actually at work in all these things. And sometimes I will stop uh, in the middle of sermons when I'm preaching and I will look at the people and I will say, like, do you believe that God can actually do this for all of us? Right. Like, concurrently. Individually, not. God is ordering the steps of everyone. And he doesn't lose track of anyone. Right. This is not like the spy movie where somebody can duck out <laughs> in the uh, in the security camera really and they're like, where did he go? Yeah. Like God knows where we are. His eye is on all of us. We, he sees us all. Mm-hmm. And we need to trust that God is actually at work doing that. Um, yeah. Second part to this one is Romans chapter 12, verses 1 and 2. She's got to jump a long way. See if she can do it quick. I do. Romans 12. I'm already there. Oh, One and two? One and two. I, it would be faster. I know you said try to use your phone, but I'm actually slower on the phone. <laughs> I don't know why. I just said you could. I didn't say you I had mean, I to. could, and it would have been less noisy. Yeah. I appeal to you, therefore, brothers, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. Mm. Do not be conformed to this world. Am I supposed to keep going? Yep. And two. One but and be transformed. No, but it says five here. But be transformed <laughs> by the renewal of your mind that by testing you may discern what is the will of God and what is good and acceptable and perfect. No, I have with these weird numbers in my Bible, so I thought all of a sudden I was reading verse five. Yeah, are they like footnotes oh, or something? That, right there. Let me see Look this. at that. I bought, I bought her this Bible. Yeah, he bought, so. his Bible. he bought it because it's large print, and I need large print. Yeah, those are large print footnotes for the bottom. Oh, they're large they're print so big. footnotes. They're, they're so big that they look like the, the verse. Yeah. Oh, that's okay. That's yeah. embarrassing. Yeah. Sorry, guys. So uh, we, needed, we needed to get <laughs> Teresa the large print Bible uh, for two <laughs> reasons. One, her arms aren't <laughs> long enough for her prescription. Anymore. She can't hold the book away far enough so that she can actually see. No. And uh, when she got her last glasses, she rebelled and was disobedient and didn't listen to the wise counsel <laughs> no, well, of the eye person. He just suggested and she didn't get the progressive progressive you know 
I was like, no, old people were progressives. No, apparently I need progressives. We are the old people. We are the old people. Okay, going back to Romans chapter 12, verses 1 and 2. Um, So to experience walking in God's will, we're called to present our bodies as living Mm. sacrifices, right? We're, 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 you know, when you think about the sacrificial system, you raised a lamb, um, or whatever it is you had to sacrifice, a dove or a whatever, bull perfect. or whatever. Yeah. You raised it up and you took it to the temple. It was slaughtered, or the synagogue, and it was slaughtered. And you left it there, right? It mm-hmm. became it became um, the offering, but the priests could eat portions of and all that kind of stuff. But okay. you left it there. Yeah. Now... Paul writes to the Romans and he says, present your bodies as a living sacrifice. You still lay it down before God. Mm. You give it all to him. It is all his, but you're not dead. You're living. You're living. So there is a life to live out that is God's. Which you is have your sac- given our it sacrifice to, to God, right? Yeah. So we present our bodies as that living sacrifice. And to do that, we're not going to be conformed to the world, hmm. right? So we don't let the world's values dictate how we live our life. Now, there are things that we have to do because we live in the world. Right. But there's things that we shouldn't be marked by just yes. because the world tells us we should be. That's right. Right? So we we don't be conformed to the world. We Instead, aren't. we're transformed Mm-hmm. by the renewing of our mind mm-hmm. and we renew our mind by filling it with something contrary to the world different from that the is world so which is key. scripture right yes so we choose to live as a sacrifice so everything is god's but we're going to continue to live not conform to the world transform because the word is in us and changing us and working through us right mm. and the, through all of that the goal here is so we can discern God's will. Yeah, that's right. Great. So we can actually figure out what God wants us to do. We don't. We're not listening to the world. We're not living for ourselves. We're seeking His word. Yeah. His guidance. Yeah. His will. Yeah. And it describes His will as good, acceptable, perfect. Right. Yeah. And that's what we're longing to do. As as we trust in the Lord, we're seeking to do all of those things. So that we can have that reasonable trust in our hearts and minds that we've done everything we can to put ourselves in the spot to hear God leading us, guiding us, presenting his will for us and, you know, being, being in submission to that, right? Um, last one real quick. I won't have you look it up. I'll just read it but <laughs> Jer- or paraphrase it. Par- Jeremiah 17 verse 7 is, blessed is the man who trusts in God, hmm. right? There is... There is a blessing that flows out from God to those who trust in him. That's right. And that doesn't mean that everything is going to be easy and simple, but it does mean that God sees our trust in mm. him and he and pours he out a blessing. That's right. right? He, he looks at his people and says, that one's mine. Yeah. I want to do things. It's, you know, people use in the example is, is it falls apart pretty quick, but... Uh, when you see your kids and they trust everything that you say for them to do, it makes you want to reward them. Kind right. Of thing, yeah. Right? And, yeah. And it falls apart there because that's not the way God really works. Because you, that's us and our when human. When they disobey us, <laughs> we want to punish our kids. And and <laughs> you know that's this is God pouring out blessings 
yeah. uh, to those who trust. It uh, doesn't necessarily mean uh, punishments when we when we stumble and fall. When we don't, right. yes, right. Actually, the gospel is quite the opposite. He still pours out blessings on us, even though we don't deserve them. That's right. Um, so then the second thing that we had was lean not on our own understanding. Hmm. Um, so Isaiah 55, verses 8 oh, and 9. Oh, I forgot I was doing that for a minute. I was just all comfortable sitting here, the nodding my head, saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, Isaiah, Isaiah 53? Isaiah 55. Oh, 55. 8 and 9. I thought we were going to the Man of Sorrows there for a minute. 50. Oh, this, this man might have some sorrows. 55? Uh, 55. <laughs> I'm having issues. 55. 5, 5. I can't remember what number you said. Isaiah 55. Got it. Eight and nine. Okay. <laughs> For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And this is why, as we don't, we're not going to lean on our own understanding. Right? Well, like our thoughts are here in the muck and the mire oh. of this world. Yeah. And gods are so much higher. And they're, that's where the renewing of our minds come in, right? right? Like so, so God's thoughts, his ways are not the, ours. They're not of the world. Mm-hmm. They are higher, much like the heaven is above the earth. So when we seek his understanding, hmm. his will, hmm. his, his thoughts, then we get out of just what the world tells us to do, right? right? Um, the world is... is actually insanely predictable if you stop yes. and think about what the world actually wants you to do and most of the time it is absolutely contrary to common sense and absolutely contrary to morality and biblical living right yeah, it's just it's yeah. it's the the disgusting descent into debauchery that our our general society here in North America is going on and and I would assume around the world I'm is sure pretty much all the same. Yes, people, we are to varying all degrees. People. And and this is just the reality and this is why we can't trust our own thinking hmm. when it comes to trajectories of our life and what we're called to do or what we're doing and how that plays into what God wants us to do. Right. And whether we should or shouldn't do things, right? We have to get out of our muck, right? Again, if we were to stay in, I paraphrase Jeremiah 17, hmm. 7, if we were to look at 17, verse 5, it says, Cursed is the man uh, who trusts uh, in, in man and makes flesh his strength and turns their heart from God. Hmm. Right? The moment that we decide to turn from God and do it in our own flesh, we're lost. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It, just, it just goes poorly for yeah. us. And there's where we have to actually figure out... Um, how do we lean not on our understanding? So um, with that, one more in this section, John chapter 6, verse 38. John six thirty-eight. Yeah. For I have come down from heaven, not only to do my will, but the will of him who sent me. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, so not only Jesus was following... <coughs> Not only his will, but the will of the one who sent him, and that's God the Father, right? And you're gonna see that more more clearly in the like in the moment where the Garden of Gethsemane and, and Jesus is saying, like, let this cup pass. I don't yeah. like I don't want to do this. Is there any other way? And then you see him in submission follow out what God's will is for him. And that's what Jesus is saying 
for him, he's doing. There's a, there's a, he has things that he wants to do, but he's also submitting that mm. to the will of the Father. If Jesus is doing that. Mm-hmm. Who is God. How much more should we be doing that, right? Yeah. Seeking to conform what we're doing to following our decisions through to God's will, mm. okay? So third thing was in, in all our ways to acknowledge him from right. that Proverbs verse. Um, near Psalm 119. Just going back and forth. 105. Psalm 119, 105? Yeah. It's the big one. Yeah, oh, I know. 105. Your word is a lamp unto my feet and a light to my path. I feel like this is where we could play the audio track. Oh, the Amy Grant song. And you could just sing it. Yeah, like, do you like the, do you like the, the, the musical special the tape, the interlude? The right? actual tape. Yeah, I know. We should dig them out and the tape player. get you to do an offertory song. An offertory? Yeah. Next God's time. provided for us to do his will is his word, hmm. right? It's a lamp and a light to our feet, to our path. Yeah. And, I mean, there's so much that has been written, when you, especially when you think of, like, um, the light on a hill or the light under a basket, all of those things. Yeah. Light is really good if it's directional and has proximity. Yes, um, that is absolute truth. <laughs> yeah, so uh, we're looking outside of a window it's here. It's dark. And it's getting darker. And the funny thing is, is there's not a single light on. Well, it's pretty cloudy. Like the cloud, it and looks any like of mist. The, yeah, but any of the it's houses, great, there's no lights day. on, but we have our light on. But they're all far enough away that our light wouldn't really help them well, see anything, help. right? Um, oh, except yeah, for no. the people way across who I've been in their house before. Oh, the people and, with the... And they got a telescope. That's point. weird. And they, they said that they like watching us do yard work. And I thought that was kind of weird, but a little bit. whatever. That's very um, weird, not kind of weird. But God's word is move. is for the light and the lamp to our feet and our path, right? Mm-hmm. The directionality of it, um, it's down the path we're going. So God's word will help us to see the direction that we're going. But then as it's on our feet, it will also, God's word will help us to be sure about what we're doing. Like careful about where we actually put our feet. Um, And that's where we have to constantly um, go through and and, uh, be looking at that Mm -hmm. and and looking at all of the the ways that he leads our path and makes it straight. I think I actually messed up there and jumped to a whole different section. But no, that's okay. I don't think He'll so. make our path straight. Um, can you go to 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 12? Oh, goodness. I can. I should have like a little list of where I'm going to go next. No. It's much more fun this way. Yeah, I got the 1 Corinthians. 2, 12. Oh, 2. Somehow I went to 4. Now we have received not in the spirit of the world, but the spirit who is from God, that we might understand the things freely given us by God. Mm. And freely given to us by God is the Holy Spirit. Yes. Who is God. Who is God. It's the confusing. (laughs) Welcome to the confusing section of let's explain God's guidance and the third person of the the Trinity, the Holy Spirit. (laughs) Right? So the Holy Spirit has been given so we can understand what God has freely given to us, the things that are right before us that God is giving to us, wants us to walk into, and we need to understand this is part of the way Hmm. that God leads us. Right. So first is his word. Right. Which is a light to our path, lamp for our feet. Yeah. 
Second is the Holy Spirit, so we can understand what God is freely giving us, so that we can know his will, which was firstly, his word. Yeah. The Holy Spirit will always bring us the word. Always. Here's, here's and this may, this may stress some people out who are listening, uh, the Holy Spirit won't bring you new words from God, because the Holy Spirit is the word of God, mm. who teaches us the word of God, which is Jesus. the word, right? That's right. Scripture. Um, brings us to Christ who points to brings the Father. Us, yeah. Yes. Exactly. Mm. And this is this is one of those things. So if you, uh, if you, yeah. Yeah, we don't. No, no new, no new, no new <laughs> teaching from the Holy Spirit is coming. And if it doesn't line up with the word of God, it's nothing not the that Holy is, Spirit. Yeah, if it's contrary yeah. to the to the word of God, the the Bible, the whole, the the canon of Scripture, yeah, then not. that's not something that you want to be partaking of. Because um, the Holy Spirit is going to lead us into what has been freely given. What has been freely given is the Word of God. <laughs> the Word of God is the lamp that lights our path so that we can walk out securely, right? Mm-hmm. So it's it's this domino effect of things that we have to understand, right? So uh, I got two more. James chapter 1, verses 5, 6, and 7. James chapter 1. Yeah, and this is like when you're in a situation where you're just not sure. Did you say chapter 1? Yeah, James 1. Oh, oh, I'm in Second Peter. I was like, I can't find it. <laughs> James 1. Oh, goodness gracious. But in those <coughs> I'm just moments, having an issue right now. Those situations where you don't understand what God's teaching, what God's showing, what to do, uh, James actually gives us a little information on James. how to do that. James was the book I had to memorize whenever I was in trouble growing up because I always got in trouble with my words and my speech talking. The the rudder of your ship was not good. Was not. Yeah. So I'm reading verse two, not verse one. James chapter one, verses five, six, and seven. Oh, five, six, and seven. Oh, yes. I probably could have done this by memory, actually. I had to memorize this whole thing. If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask God, who gives generously to all without reproach, and it will be given to him. But let him ask in faith, with no doubting. For the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea that is driven and tossed by the wind. For that person must not suppose that he will receive anything from the Lord. He is a double-minded man, unstable in all his ways. Yeah. Hmm. So when we don't understand, and we don't know what we're supposed to do what are we supposed to do ask god yeah ask god for wisdom right that's when we ask god that's when his word will illuminate our path and the holy spirit will make it clear and then how are we supposed to do it in faith hmm. with no doubting yeah <laughs> well because it says right here let him ask because god will give generously without reproach like he's not yeah. he's not going to punish you because you no. don't know or yeah, exactly. you know make fun of you mm. or hold something back it's, from it's you. It's not easy to sort this out. No. And and the I mean the easiest way for us to understand that is Jesus called the disciples and taught them personally mm-hmm. for 3 years. Mm-hmm. And then in the moment yeah. that he goes to the cross, they all take off. Yeah. Right? Like they're oh, to they're, a man, yeah. They are and yet, who does he appear to and reinstate and, you know, meet with and yeah. pray with? Yeah. And it's the disciples Brings who become the him. apostles. 
Um, and he's restoring them. That's the without reproach, right? When they didn't know what to do, they actually didn't ask God. No, they they ran away. But yet in faith, while they were doubting still, Jesus comes back and, and draws them back and restores them. So here, James is saying who, who would have, you know, as, as Jesus brother would have, would have gone through that whole roller coaster himself. He's saying, when you don't know what to do, ask God. Yeah. Have faith and don't doubt he's going to show you because you don't want to be that wave that just smashes yeah. on the rock all the time. Yeah. Just smash, smash, smash. Um, we don't want to do that. Okay, last one. Oh, right. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 36. Oh, look at that. Should be close by. <laughs> Should be close by. Pretty sure I can find it if my stubby fingers would uh, actually turn the pages here. Okay, 10 verse what, sorry? Uh, 36. Oh, goodness, I'm on the wrong page. For you have need of endurance, so that when you have done the will of God, you may receive what is promised. Mm-hmm. So God's promises come when we have endurance to do God's will and receive what is promised, mm-hmm. right? Like. Mm-hmm. There's a bit of this that it, it calls us to sort it out. And, I mean, another way we could have talked talked about those steps of faith. Right. Right? We, um, if you are trying to move something, it is always easiest to move something that is in motion. Yeah, it's right? already going. It's already going. Yeah. Then you're just steering, pushing, you know, all that kind of stuff. In faith, figuring out where God is taking us is a little bit of, that same idea, like right. we we take steps of faith and we seek for God to lead us, guide us. Yeah. Sometimes Paul talked about closed doors in ministry that he right. wanted to go certain places, but he couldn't. So therefore, I'll go to the second place. Right. It didn't um, stop him. It didn't. It didn't stop him. him. He was in motion on uh, missionary journeys. He was going to go plant churches. Mm-hmm. Um, he had a plan. God changed it. He adjusted. Churches were planted. It it works that way. This is what we need to have this reasonable assurance that as we step out in faith and we try to discern what God is calling us to do, we take steps. We don't get so hard-hearted that we're going to stubbornly continue down that path, mm. but rather we let God lead us, guide us, yeah. shape us, mold us, bring us to those places where he longs for us to be so that we can bring glory and honor to him in our gospel ministry where we preach Christ and all those kinds of uh, ministry kind of minded evangelistic teaching, admonishing the people kind of places that we end up in. Um, So there's, you know, as we think about all of these assurances, we start to think about the fact that when we put all these together, these need to become kind of foundational for us as believers that we, we don't waver on the fact that we know we have salvation because right. of what Christ did at the cross. We don't yeah. waver on the fact that uh, our prayers are heard and will be answered, but God has the prerogative to answer yes, no, or not yet. Uh, we do have victory over sin, even though we will still struggle with sin nature. We do have forgiveness, even though we may not deserve it. May not. <laughs> and we also are called to forgive, yes. even though there may not be reconciliation or, or it may not, not be easy to yeah. do. 
And then finally, today's, uh, we need to be sure that God is guiding us. Yeah, to know and then that. in that process, we need to be sure that it's okay to be in a process, in a direction. But when God says, adjust, we adjust. Mm-hmm. And we trust. And we have faith in all of those processes. Hopefully these last five have been... Uh, podcasts that we've done on the Thursdays have been helpful to you and uh, if they have you can always like drop a comment in or if you have ideas of what you'd like to hear us talk about that would be great mm-hmm, definitely um, so yeah Talks thanks for joining us in our conversation today if you've enjoyed the podcast you can always subscribe leave a like or a comment on our social streams or even tell others about us we appreciate any help in getting connected to people who are interested as always you can find us online at discipleship.ca and on Facebook and Instagram Have a great day. Hope you can join us next time. Until next time. (laughs) Sorry, I forgot to say something. She's just zoned out. It's getting late. Hey, till next time. Till next time.